This is the motherfucking Blood Doctor Show on a Thursday, but mostly recorded on a Wednesday, as it is and always should be. We're going to dive right in pretty much because me and B from B&T, under name change apparently, we really went at it for a very long time on this one, but one note, we talked about the Denver Broncos over under with the assumption that uh, Russell Wilson had not signed a contract extension because we recorded this yesterday and then this morning. First news, Russell Wilson signs a five-year extension with Denver. I don't think it changes their outcome that much. I do think it will help their chemistry a little bit, but I still think uh, pretty much everything we said there is still valid. But when you hear us say that Wilson wasn't signed to an extension, that changed this morning. So that's a note. Let's dive in and go. I don't even know that I need to even really say anything at this point anymore. Well, then don't say anything. (laughs) Finally, the B has made his return to the Blood Doctor show. What's up, everybody? I'm back. The B, Brandon from Overtime with BNT under construction you know where we're going through a name change so you know uh oh, just really? be, pay attention to that yes we're trying to figure out a way to add dave into it now he's he, he's a full-time member but we're still going by overtime with bnt for time being what's up everybody i'm glad to be back you arizona natives and you americans listening to this uh, canadian's perspective on sports glad to be here it's just it's just not the same without you. And I, we were supposed to record Monday, but it's my fault we didn't because I was yet again late. My whole my whole world is upside down every single day now. It's real fun. Lots of fun. So let's mm-hmm. talk about NFL season over under. So we're gonna talk to what we're gonna do this episode, we're going to do I'm gonna have him guess the over under totals, then we're gonna talk about what we think over under what we like about these teams what we don't like about them and we're just gonna go through the whole league one at a time we'll hit each team any hot takes you have about any of these teams let's fire them let's just get them all out right now let's really unload on every single team and let's make all the predictions right now that we have to go back at the end of the season and pretend we never said so that people won't judge us this let's go through as a team Go uh, for each team you bring up. Let's go through them. I think I'll be able to come up with some. I'm, I am, I am absolutely prepared. This is, this All is an right, episode custom tailor made for you to just absolutely <laughs> ether everybody. So we are ready. We are prepared. All let's right? go. Let's go. All right, Atlanta Falcons. We will actually Arizona Cardinals. Sorry, we're gonna start Arizona Cardinals. What do you think their over under win is? And remember. 17 games now so like you know i still it gets in my head sometimes i think it turns and i'm still like eight and eight nine and seven mm-hmm. no nine and eight ten and seven damn it so i think they win 10 games so you what do you think that vegas has the total for uh 10 games it's eight and a half actually so really yes so you are much more i'm confident. giving them the over then you're much more confident in arizona than, than yes. vegas is now okay what about the fact that deandre hopkins is missing the first six games i think that is an opportunity for rondale Morey to rise up as a potential future star on the team yeah i i honestly everyone's really down on the cardinals right now because in a lot of ways, the team is older. They've got a few injuries to start the year, stuff like that. But I I don't... They lost Chandler Jones. They lost Christian Kirk. I'm not too familiar who else they lost. But uh, Kyler Murray... For the most yeah, part, he, the rest of the team He needs to is do his homework. But, you know, Kyler Murray, he has gotten better every year. So 
I mean, for the most part, the team is back. Chase Edmonds is gone, yeah. but you bring it, you know, you bring James Conner back. Like I, I, I don't hate what the Cardinals have done, but I, I feel like everybody has forgotten how good Kyler Murray was in the first half of last year. He was yeah. the leading MVP candidate until everything sort of fall apart. And everybody, everybody's doubting the Cardinals. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going over because I think this team wins at least nine games. Eight and a half was low to me. I thought this thing would be nine and a half because I thought they would put that at like 10 wins. But eight yeah. and a half, I think, is, is low. I'm with you. I'm going over on that one. So I, okay. I, I completely agree. Yeah, they might they might even miss the playoffs with a a 10 win yeah as i predicted you know that's the that's kind of the crazy thing about this new setup yeah. is like you you know a four teams for an entire division could make the playoffs now a lot of people yeah. are talking about the entire afc west making the playoffs because of the mm-hmm. 17 four it's possible and i but the tiebreakers would have to be in their favor as well it would take a lot. It would take a lot, but it would be yeah. possible. And that's yeah. the crazy Mathematically, thing. yes. That's that's the crazy part. Atlanta Falcons, what do you think their win total is listed at? Well, first off, I have been on record, and I will say it again. Barring injury, Kyle Pitts will finish his career as the GOAT tight end. Woo! You're sticking to that now. Barring injury, point. he will finish his career as the greatest tight end of all time. Like, yeah, like the no, talent is there. He just needs to go out and grasp all of his potential at that point. Yeah, but what if he plays his whole career with the Falcons? I mean, uh, Tony Gonzalez, who was his QB for like the first half of his career. Yeah, I mean, that that's fair. But I mean, they also, Kansas City was going to the playoffs routinely. They weren't winning playoff games. But I mean, it, it, and Tony Gonzalez... Basically, his career fell apart once he did go to Atlanta from Kansas City. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, come on. Like, I don't know. I mean, he didn't really, he didn't really win like that in the big moments, but like his numbers speak for himself. Like, personally, my greatest tight end of all time is either between Gronkowski and Shannon Sharp, just because Shannon Sharp at the time of his retirement, he had all the, the records at the tight end position. And then, Gronkowski for obvious reasons. So Tony G, he's top three to me, but the, the he, he's he's good for a reason. He's some people's goat tight end for so and like what did he really do? How much how much wins does he really have to his name? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is I, I just I don't see how Kyle Pitts gets there in, in a moribund city like Atlanta with I mean the city of Atlanta is great, but the franchise is Atlanta sports in general, aside from he the Braves having won the World Series. In the yards receiving the first tight end since Mike Ditka to have a thousand yards receiving in their rookie year. That's fair. He is only getting better. That's I fair. believe it. Okay. But if you ask me for their win total, I think they all the most they get is six. So what do you think that what do you think you think they're listed at six? Is uh, I think they probably a five point five, maybe. Four and a half. So Yeesh. I'm taking right. the under. I'll, I'll I'm taking under then. Yeah, I'm taking under. And this <laughs> Kyle Pitts is literally the only thing about this team. And Cordero Patterson. About. Oh, give me a break. He's a 31-year-old converted running back. Yes, he had a, he had an awesome season. I agree he had an awesome season. He is now. So you're not a believer in Drake London either, eh? 
Dude, come on. Like, what are, you, what, are, what are we talking about here? This is the worst team in football. Like, this is not an NFL team. This is com- this is comparable to when Sam Hinkie was running the 76ers wow. and he was fucking trouting out G-leaguers and shit. Dude, the Falcons, <laughs> this is not an NFL team, dog. I can't even believe this is four and a half. It should be AJ fucking Terrell, one he's, I think A.J. Terrell, he's a, a fringe Pro Bowl. All oh, pro congratulations. Player. You got two yeah. players on a 53-man roster. Good for you. Come on. This is not a. This is not an NFL team, dog. Cordero Patterson, are you kidding me? He's hey, going to be traded. He's going to be traded by the formula from the Patriots. They, they I, took the formula from the Patriots. I love Cordero Patterson, but if you're telling me that a dude who just had his best season as a running back at age 30 is about to take this franchise to the next level, <laughs> and by the way, the next level in this case would be six wins, you got to be fucking kidding me. Under this team is winning two games at absolute fucking best, absolute best. Absolute best through in two games. The over-under on this should be one and a fucking half. I'm telling Kyle you. Pitts, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for Kyle Pitts, too. I love to see young kids succeed. I'm just saying that this is the teardown to end all fucking teardowns. Like, people are like, well, I'm interested to see what Marcus Mariota does. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what are you talking about? Like, yo, you couldn't win 10 games on rookie on Madden with this team, dog. This, see is, this is a joke. <laughs> So you're not even a believer in Desmond Ritter either. He's not going to play. Why would you play him? Why would you play Desmond Ritter this year? You don't have an offensive line. He's going to get yeah. destroyed. Fucking let him sit yeah. on the bench. As far as as far as Desmond Ritter shit, I don't even know. Like it's we know that he's a winner. We know that he he can conduct himself in like we know that he can run an offense. We know that he can win games, mm-hmm. but we also know that like against the best competition eh, and we know that at times he struggled against middling competition so do i think desmond ritter is there right now Mm. hell no he's not ready now like i don't think he's going to increase their ability to win games this season i do think marcus Mariota is the better option for them like as a starter but it's Mm -hmm. like the better option for what they're not winning a fucking thing we've already spent too much time on this team this is this is a joke they're they're not gonna (laughs) Well, the only reason why we spent so much t- time on the team is because I brought up Kyle Pitts. So that's 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 fair, and that is and and I would seriously between Kyle Pitts and AJ Terrell, yes, you've got a couple of really nice, young, interesting players that people are going to want to watch. And aside from that, dude, I mean, this, there's nothing. And I just yeah, there's nothing. I think Deion team. Jones, he's I think he still has some signs of greatness as a good linebacker, serviceable linebacker, but. You know, he was never considered as the best, but I like Deion Jones as well, but he's not really doing much for them. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a season where you just lose. And I mean, I they should Grady start Jarrett can as well. Yeah, I mean, they should they should start Desmond Ritter at the end for a few games just to kind of see what they have. Like I'm with that. But mm-hmm. but other than that, dude, I don't fuck Atlanta. It's nothing. Baltimore Ravens, what do you think? What is their what is their win total? What do you think they've got them at? Probably nine. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. I'm taking the under. Under. Yeah. I'm Why? out on the I'm out on the Ravens this year because I don't care what anyone says. Lamar Jackson's contract situation is a problem. I don't care what anyone says about that. I believe that that is, I believe that that's an issue. Um, and um 
I, they just, they don't have any receivers. Like they have like one of the smallest groups of pets, pass catchers in the league. They just traded Hollywood Brown away. I know the offense is based on running. You have to pass in this league. I just, mm. I just don't, I think they've leaned way too hard into this whole thing. And I just don't think it's going to work this year. I know the defense is going to be great because I mean, it doesn't really matter if you trot out 11 dudes in a Baltimore uniform, they somehow play great defense. It doesn't really matter, but I just don't, I think again, once you in Baltimore, you a good defender It's part of how it goes. I mean, they get away with shit more. I think that has a lot to do with it, but it's, you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> I had to fire that one. What can I say? I'm just saying, man, I don't, I don't, I don't see it this year. What do you think? What's your, what's your thoughts on over under 10 and a half for the Ravens? Uh, uh, it all depends on what I see from the Steelers. I feel like those two Steelers games really depend, like will determine if they get that over or under. As of right now, I must give them the over because I think somehow, barring injury, Lamar will just find a way to win games for this team. Because like history shows outside of when he faces those boys out in uh, Missouri, he 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 literally beats everybody. That that's what history shows. So that's that's my thing. I, I'm I'm not gonna rule him out just yet. I'm gonna give him the over. I just barring injury. I just think that the Ravens are gonna win nine or ten games. Like I think ten is where they're gonna be. Um, and I just think this year in particular, they've leaned way too hard into a not passing offense. And I, I just yeah. don't care what anyone says. Having a quarterback with an unsettled contract situation heading into free agency, I understand that it's going to be like, mm-hmm. I, I know he's going to get tagged. I know he's not going anywhere. I, I don't care. Having that situation unsettled is weird. It causes I problems. Heard, I heard rumblings that potentially Miami. Would what? Want to trade? Would want to trade like, for Lamar? Well, like if he didn't re-sign his contract or something. Uh, uh, the, the Ravens would tag him. The Ravens would tag him. To, I mean, they would just keep tagging him, right? Well, you really can only tag a dude twice before it becomes, like, cost prohibitive. But, like, if you're yeah. the Ravens, if you're the Ravens, here's the thing. This is the one thing I feel like no one ever talks about. If you're the Ravens and you have a quarterback who is a running quarterback and you yeah. just basically let him play out his rookie deal and then let him – you know, play out his tag years and then you just let him walk mm. because you don't believe that he can be a great quarterback long-term. Like I wondered if that's been in some of the Ravens thoughts, I think that would be insane. I don't feel that way. That's not what I mm-hmm. think to be clear, but the Ravens don't seem to respect Lamar Jackson as much as they should. Like he has an yeah. MVP. He has an MVP and they don't want to like pay him more than like he literally saved them from Joe Flacco as well. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 they don't want to they don't want to take care of him. I don't I don't understand it, and I think it causes chemistry problems, and I think it cost them a little bit of wins this year, and I think that that's why they're going to max it ten games, and that's why I take the under. Okay, all right, I I get it, I get where you're coming from. I mean, I think you're right. Like, given that, I I mean, I just think I think the Bengals will beat them twice because they're not going to be able to score with the Bengals. I think that, yeah, those games against the Steelers could matter. We know that, that you know, Deshaun's going to miss, what, like half the season? So, yeah. like, I mean, I, I can't. More than I, half. 
Yeah, what is it? What did he end up getting? I don't 11. Know. 11, that's right. So, I mean, I, I can see the scenario in which things go right for them, but I also just like, they don't have receivers, and I just really think that's going to be an issue. So I'm I'm on the under on that one. Um, Fair this enough. One, this one's interesting. Buffalo Bills, what do you think their over-under is? 11. 11 and a half. You're pretty much right on. Ooh. Well, then I take the over. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a tough one, but I'm going to take the over, too, because it's hard to envision the Bills not winning 12 games. Like, um, I mean – we know that they've got two automatic wins against the Jets. We don't know what Miami is going to be. I'm sorry to New England, but I don't know what – I don't know that New England can hang with the Bills this year. So that's like four games right there that they already should win, probably six. They should – I mean, yeah. the, Bills, the Bills should probably sweep that division. And so when you look at sweeping a division – Yeah. And when you look at sweeping a division and the level of talent that they have and you still got Stefan Diggs, you got all these things – uh, the one thing is with Brian Dable leaving, you know, you have coordinator changeover. There could be mm-hmm. some, but like, do they have like no running game last year at all? And so like, they don't like to run. No, like that's going to change this. Year. Josh Allen is their running back. Yeah. Year. It's going to change this year though. I mean, they're going, like, they, will, they will be running the ball more. If you think about it, the way they use Josh Allen is how they should be using Lamar. Yes. I agree with that completely. That is 100% accurate. I, yeah. I completely agree with you. That, that, that's, I mean, it's it's not like Lamar doesn't have an arm. Like, that's the thing that mm-hmm. I, I know. It's that, just his, uh, his throw mechanics is a little different from your regular QB throw mechanic. Because he's not like he's doing like a full out swing. It's like he's doing like a, like a half, like his elbow is tucked in type of pass. It's weird, but he makes it work. There were a few games last year when he was not hundred percent healthy that I was like, man, he is not looking good. Like his, he, I it's when he does not set his feet or when he's not like in a good position to throw on the run, like he can. Yeah. He, it reminds me of Philip rivers, almost like not, he doesn't have like the full sidearm, like Philip rivers, but just kind of like weird mechanics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you see, but you see like, like Patrick Mahomes, like throws from all fucking sorts of different angles. Like that yeah. should always, but he still has his regular conventional QB motion as well. Yeah. Do you, um, do you, do you think the, like, so you don't envision the Brian Dable thing as being a big deal for the bills. Like you're not concerned about the bills offense this year. Just, just considering because Josh Allen used to struggle so much with accuracy in Brian Dable's offense, it was really working. Now this is the first year he's out of that again. I'm just wondering, like, what you know what I mean? Who, who knows? Who knows? A lot of people could say the same about uh Kansas City and Eric B. Enemy, but who knows? That's fair. That's a good point. Um, Carolina Panthers. What do you think they have them listed at? Seven, six and a half. You're pretty damn good at this for someone who doesn't gamble. You're right on, man. <laughs> you don't even gamble, and you know you're pretty right on with where Vegas is. I mean, uh, I'm I'm going under this one because I just don't see what under, they're. Eh? Yeah, I mean, I just don't see what there is to like in Carolina. I kind of liked what they were doing at first, and then last year it just really sort of unraveled. Like I don't know. I, it all depends on C Max Hanny. Is he yeah, going to be, it, is he going to be healthy though? Like, is he going to be, yeah. you know, like when has he ever been? He, well, the last two seasons, it hasn't been looking good. And like, 
previously, like he was uh, every down, every play back, and then just out of nowhere, he gets paid, and now all of a sudden he's hurt. He had one of the best seasons you could have as a running back, the 1,000-1,000. Only two others, I believe it is. Two or three other uh, running backs have done it. And they so, won six games, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it's just like, I, I, I don't know how to – the running back position, just it's such a – it doesn't provide any value. You shouldn't be paying those dudes this $100 year, million. Or not even this year, just the, the way running backs, their contracts just make it hard for teams to keep them once the production takes a dip it's well it's like you look at zeke and like one of the primary yeah. reasons that dallas continues to struggle is that like they've got to pay zeke top dollar but they're fucking better when tony pollard is on the field that, that you know in these last few years it's just like and now now what are you gonna do so i mean I, look at you can look back over like the span of like the last five years like look at all like the the first team all pro running backs. Zeke, he was considered the best halfback at one point. Look at he was riding high, got paid, falls off a cliff. Todd Gurley then rose up, took Zeke's spot, got paid, falls off a cliff. Yep. Then C Mac rose up, 1000, 1000, gets paid, falls off a cliff. Derrick Henry takes over. Gets the 2K season, gets paid, gets injured. Now we're waiting to see what he does next. But that offensive line is starting to deteriorate. He had just come off a foot injury. And in that playoff game, he did not look like himself in that playoff game either. So we're, we're waiting. He's, he's, he's right at the cliff right now. Is he going to fly or is he going to fall as well? And I'm afraid for Jonathan Taylor coming up next, too, because for some reason, I'm sure we'll get into it at some point. They just don't want to get a young QB. Then they just want to live through the running game. Well, and I mean, the thing is, I, I agree with you. And I would here's the thing I always come back to, dude. Ladanian Tomlinson, no Super Bowl ring. Adrian Peterson, no Super Bowl ring. Alvin Kamara, no Super Bowl ring. The list goes on and on. You go through every single running back who had an incredible career. And the last one, you know, Barry Sanders, no Super Bowl ring. The last, like, Terrell Davis, he he was a Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis was basically the last one that, you know, had, that was like an elite running back that won multiple Super Bowls. Before him, Emmitt Smith. only played seven seasons. Only played seven seasons. Before him, you had Emmitt Smith, who was really a big force of the Cowboys offense. But truly, around 2000, the game just changed. And, you know, I mean, you look at the Patriots teams that won Super Bowls with like Antoine Smith. Now, yes, they did win a Super Bowl with Corey Dillon. Lawrence Maroney. Lawrence Maroney, yes. Corey Dillon did have a great season the year that, that he played in New England and his first year yeah. they won the Super Bowl. That was, he rushed for like 1,300 yards or something. So that, it, but, but that's again, it's he committee came, running backs. Well, and he came to New England to play with Tom Brady. He had been putting up yeah. those numbers in Cincinnati and hadn't been winning shit. So, yeah. you know, I, it just, I don't know what a running back. I don't know how much they really matter. Everyone's like trying to hype Saquon Barkley with the Giants this year. And it's just like, what does that matter? Unless they do the majority of their damage at the receiver position and are therefore a wide receiver, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. Like running back yards mean literally nothing. Like, I don't <laughs> like, like they just don't man. It's like, 
The, so yeah, much of it is garbage sad. time. It's sad, but it's it's the it's the fact of the reality. But I, I, running the ball is like you have to do it. But I don't really mm-hmm. know why. I actually, honestly, don't know why you have to run the ball. Like truthfully, like keeps the defense honest. Essentially, does it, but does that matter? Like really, with the level of quarterback play we have now, does it matter? And and with how much more effective passing the ball is. Does keeping the defense on, does it even matter? Like, like seriously, like, like you watch Canadian football and the receivers are all sprinting to the line of scrimmage. You know when they're going to snap the ball and it's not a fucking problem because who gives a shit? They throw the ball in every goddamn play. When I see, when I see Canadian teams run the ball, I start laughing out fucking loud because I'm like, well, that's because they only have three downs because it's it. I see. This is so funny that I love Canadian football more than you. I think that's so fucking hilarious. I'm like, it ah, is, it ah, is. Canadian football. Anyway, <laughs> we're way off track here. Carolina Panthers over under six and a half. Damn it. You tell me I'm taking the under on that one still, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if Baker, pulls off one of his usual underdog seasons and rises above expectations. But the problem is how? Like, who is he going to throw to? Like, DJ Moore. Come on now. We, we disrespecting DJ okay. Moore. Okay, fair. Okay, fair. But I, but it's one guy. I mean, Robbie I, Anderson still can take the top off of a defense. I mean, and that is what Baker does well. You can, you can go, he can, he goes deep and play action well. That That's fair. Yeah. I, will, I will give you that. The, I just don't, like, it's a lot. To like that's like three or four wins, not seven. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't. No, know. The defense got some young guys. You got guys like J.C. Horn, C.J. Henderson, Jeremy Chin, and that's why uh, I liked what was going on there at first. Dante Jackson. Well, especially heading into last season, I kind of and I, I didn't like the quarterback choice they made heading into last year. But I, at first, like in in the first year with Teddy Bridgewater, they draft everyone on defense, and I was just like, okay. I get this. We're trying to have a functional offense. We're trying to build a foundation on defense. Then we'll figure out everything else with our quarterback situation later. Yeah. And then they just did everything wrong after that. So I just, obviously Matt rule is going to be fired. It's just, we know how that's going. It's not even much point talking about them anymore. What do you think the Chicago bears are listed at? Ugh, probably four. They're actually listed at five and a half. Wow. Which I really, really was shocked about. Like, I was surprised the Panthers at six and a half and the Bears at five and a half. I thought those were like really close, but that's what they've got. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm saying under on every single one here, but I don't, I don't, I, in what world are the Bears going to win six games? Like, how is that a thing? Like, I don't, I, I like, I, I like what I saw from Justin Fields. I just don't feel like, the talent surrounding him will be enough. Because like they got Darnell nothing. Mooney's his best weapon. You yeah. can call Comet, he's a big weapon at the tight end. Everyone's uh, everyone's Montgomery. like you know, Vellis Jones, and it's like he's like 25 as a rookie, dude. Like it's you know, it's like I I, yeah. I understand I just and the other thing to me, this whole Roquan Smith situation, like like I don't understand how like isn't this like Shouldn't you be paying dudes right now when you're like rebuilding and like, isn't this the time to waste money? Like, I don't understand. I do not get it. I don't understand. Not keep like, you're I, not going to find it, but... a Roquan Smith. You're not going to find another Roquan Smith for a while. And you're not going to like, you're good. If you're just going to tag him next year, you're just going to be paying him the money you didn't want to pay him. I don't understand. I don't, I just don't get it. Like, 
you can't replace that dude who's that young and that talented and you don't have any other players. I don't, to me, that was a stupid decision. Just pay him, just pay him the money. I, just think should pay him. I don't know. I don't know, but it's not my team. So I don't care. Yeah. I'm giving <laughs> them the under as well. I mean, I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it with Justin Fields. I, not this year. Like I, I'm, I don't think he has enough talent around him. I don't think that they have enough. I just, Man. I, I, I just don't think. I don't. And if Chicago does not make that trade, I feel good about my Patriots going to get him. I feel real I, good about the Patriots going to get him. Wait, well, hold on a second. Hold, hold on. Hold the fuck on. Hold on. <laughs> You are in my DMs every single day when someone sends a tweet about how Mac Jones is the greatest quarterback in the world. And no, now, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. Don't. Just because I like my guy right now does not mean I do not see there is a clear talent gap between him and Justin Fields. You, you, you are sending me posts from people who are like, Mac Jones is respected by the NFL players, and that's what matters. And the eye test and the analytics and the coaching. You send personally, me I personally, you can ask anybody who heard me before the draft. I said, hey, we are a couple picks away from getting Justin Fields. I know that. I know that. I, I will. I freely admit that you and I both want a Justin Fields. Absolutely. Yes. I am saying that but since then, you have become Matt a back. Jones, yeah. I am fine with having Matt Jones on my team. Not You're fine here. with it. Okay, so, but you still want to trade. I mean, but if we, if, if we can do a redraft, of course, you know. Uh, so you, you still want to trade Mac Jones for Justin Fields. So you, you agree with me that Mac Jones has a, there is a ceiling on what Mac Jones is. And that's well, he can't run like Justin Fields. I think that gives us a completely different element to the Patriots uh, team. I think he opens up a lot of things. Like, I think, I think Justin Fields with the Patriots would have been able to get more out of weapons like Kendrick Bourne and Jacoby Myers than Matt Jones would have been able to just because of the threat of his legs. Dude, when we get to the Patriots, you're gonna revoke my fan card. But um, oh, anyway, boy. anyway oh, I, I'm not. Oh, I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you that you're wrong about that. I I would agree. I would have again. I would have rather drafted Justin Fields too. I'm just saying it is surprising to me to hear, after all that you have said about how you love Max. Max still my guy. Uh, what's up, Max? Still my guy. I, I mean, that's okay. It's interesting to me that Mac is your guy. And you're taking under five and a half on the Bears, but you still want Justin Fields in New England. I just I find it interesting because I don't think he'll overcome that Bears team. I I don't know I don't know who could. I don't think Tom Brady could overcome this Bears team. Like I don't think that. I'm with you. I just I this is a very surprising one to me. This next one is surprising to me too, actually. But I don't want to. I'm not going to say for what reason. But this next one, I'm I'm I was surprised when I saw the number Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals. What do you think it's at? 10.5. Nine and a half. Whoa. Yeah. That's why it's over. Over. Absolutely. That's low. That is really, really low for me. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. They're betting big time on the Super Bowl hangover, essentially. What was uh, the Ravens over under? Uh, was uh, nine and a half also. I, I agree. I Dude, I agree. I'm, I can't. I, we, dude, the, the, the Bengals got so much better. They 
They the lines better. I mean, they literally have one now. They That's a really a, nice improvement. You know, they got a nice little uh, safety index. Didn't feel, I don't know who else they picked up, but they got better they f- relatively. They, f- they filled in the gaps and they got yeah. an offensive line, which they literally didn't have. And now you've got a quarterback on a rookie contract. You've got two legitimate number one receivers on on number one and on rookie contracts and Jamar Chase and T Higgins. Boyd yes. is still good. Joe Mixon is good. Like Joe Mixon is the engine that makes that team go as quiet as it's kept. Well, I mean, you know, that's because he what hit a woman in in, in his oh, no come on no dude I'm saying that's, well, that's why the reason why he dropped to them here. Right? No, no, I'm just saying like yeah. the reason they don't talk about Joe Mixon a lot is oh, because yes, yes. because you, you, you said as the quiet as it's yeah, what well, you said is quiet yeah. it's kept. I agree with you because people will don't want to talk about like he had a and whatever you feel about the mm-hmm. incident. I'm just saying like people don't want to talk about Joe Mixon because of that, and that's you know he shouldn't have done what he did. Mm-hmm. So don't yeah you know don't you know but whatever it is what it is. I'm just saying he's on the field. He's a talented player. So that being said, nine and a half is crazy. I'm with you. I yeah. I can't see this Bengals team losing or winning. That's 11 games minimum to me. I would have put this at 11 mm-hmm. and a half. I couldn't believe nine and a half. That's crazy to me. That's that's crazy talk to me. I, I don't I don't even I mean and a lot of people forget that they like they weren't even supposed to be there. Because the Chiefs pretty much like we can say the, the Bengals did their thing, but the Chiefs choked that game away. Especially like from from the halftime when they decide to go for it when they could have just taken a field goal, like it was just downhill at that point. They, they killed all the momentum they had at that point. It's, it's fun having you on because I don't think there's anybody else who hates on Patrick Mahomes as much as I do as you. So that's why I really, (laughs) and that wasn't so much Mahomes hate, but like the defense, all of a sudden, like Jamar Chase was quiet in the first half. And then, all of a sudden, he finds some type of error space in the second half. So, like, it's Mahomes. Obviously, he played his part, but the the defense on the Chiefs' part as well, they kind of fell apart as well. So, the it, other, it's hand in hand. The other thing that someone pointed out, I don't, rem- I can't remember who, but it's a very good point. Is Joe Burrow was coming off a major injury last year, and so yes. he is going to be significantly healthier this year than yep. he was last year. That means. He's, he's going to be faster. He's going to be more accurate. His arm is going yep. to be stronger. Like, I don't see any reason. I understand the whole Super Bowl loss hangover thing, but like, yeah, a lot of times the reason that happens is because a team makes the Super Bowl and then a bunch of their players get picked off in free agency. Yeah. That's not what has happened here. And so I don't, dude, I think people are sleeping on the Bengals and I think this team is going to be killing it this year. I, again, I think this is like 11, 12 win team. I don't understand nine and a half at all. That to me is. That's madness. Mm-hmm. The Cleveland Browns. What do you think they're at? Uh, eight. Uh, wow. Yeah, again, you're right on, man. Eight and a half. Like there, <laughs> you, 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 you see, you got to gamble, dude. I'm telling you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do this. Um, uh, this is obviously a really tough one, just because of the Deshaun Watson situation. Um, yeah. I mean, I taking out all the, you know, let's just not even talk about the obvious horrible part of it. What we know about the situation is that he will be missing 11 games. So that being said, it's like he's going to play six games. Do you trust Jacoby Brissett? 
Yeah. You know, and, and it's you have to they obviously do, and you need to because the Browns would be Super Bowl contenders if Deshaun was playing the whole season. So it's like this is uh I this is you don't you don't feel that way. A lot of people feel that way. You don't feel that way. The look on your face says you don't feel that way. I think they could have been if he was playing, but again, like I think the rust would have played a factor as well because he's essentially been off for a year and change, yeah. almost two. Yeah. So I think they'd have a good shot, but then in certain instances, the rest would take over. And, but again, yes, from a town perspective, they definitely could compete for the Super Bowl. I don't hate Jacoby Brissett as much as everyone else does. I don't like, I, I know that he's not like a starter in this league on like a, any sort of major level or whatever, but like, I think he's about as good as backups get. And I think he's pretty good at not ruining the damn game. Hey, I'm from that first Colt season when um, Andrew Luck was sitting out. He, he's a backup, but like, I can tell Tom Brady had an impact on that guy because I seen him on the sidelines and I'm like, I see some shades of Brady rubbed off on Jacoby Brissett. He's not terrible. And a lot of guys, like guys like him. Like he's a likable guy in the locker room too. If Jacoby Brissett had been in a better situation, he could probably be having the career that Kirk Cousins is having right now. No? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Because and I think he's a little bit more mobile than Kirk Cousins, too. Because I think everyone forgets that Kirk Cousins was drafted in the fourth round in the same year that Washington drafted RG3. And they drafted mm-hmm. him to be RG3's backup. RG3 has rookie of the year. You know, he's like the offensive player of the year. He's turn, he's 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 changing the His game. His knee explodes. His knee explodes. Suddenly Kirk is the starter for years. Mm-hmm. And I have always kind of wondered if Jacoby Brissett had been in that situation, because we all know that the NFL is as much as it is about talent. It's also about opportunity. We have yeah. all seen plenty of players flounder for years when they were on a team that didn't understand and didn't respect their talent. So that being that's in Odell with the Browns, I that is a perfect example. He goes to the Rams immediately helps them win. Randy Moss with the Raiders. Another great one. So mm-hmm. we know that even elite players can be destroyed by playing in the wrong team of the wrong system. So uh, I'm some sure- folks would even say Stefan Diggs to an extent because nobody, I don't think anybody considered him top five until he went to Buffalo. Like That's people fair. recognize he was good, but he didn't necessarily have the numbers to back it up because Kirk Cousins was still mixing it up between him and Adam Thielen for the most part. That's fair. That's that's that is that is a pretty good point. I mean, that's another yeah. example of of that. And so all those things being said, I do think the Browns have a lot in place to be successful enough with Jacoby Brissett. Like I know that the Kareem Hunt situation makes it difficult because at one point you basically had two starting really yeah. good running backs. But we know how good Chubb is. He's one of the rare dudes who kind of breaks that we don't want, yeah. you know, we don't care about running backs thing. Like, you know. He's another guy I'm worried about as well. You're worried uh, about it. Yes, uh, in terms of the the running back cliff. Because he got paid. 
Yeah. Yeah. And they take it's pretty much a uh, Nick Chubb first before we pass the ball, essentially. And especially with Deshaun Watson being out, I can yeah. they're gonna stack the box and I can see that. But I still like what I still like the structure of what the team has done in place. I think they're gonna go over this eight and a half. Like I still think this team can win like 10 games because it's still a good team. Defense yeah. wins games, and Jacoby Brissett is like if you have a really good defense and you have a really good game manager, you can win 10 to 11 games. We've seen it countless times. And I think the Browns are set up for that. Plus, they'll get Deshaun back in the last six games. Now, like you said, maybe Russ, mm-hmm. who knows exactly how that all goes. But in terms of talent, you know, you certainly want Deshaun Watson playing down the stretch as you potentially chase the playoffs. So I mm-hmm. like the Browns team. I'm going to take the over. Uh, I mean, yeah, because I think it's going to be nine or 10 wins. I think, I mean, I know I've kind of, I've gone back and forth on them a little bit before. I especially was like, ah, but I just, I'm. Okay. I think the team is too talented to not win some games. What do you think? What are your thoughts? You're right on that. And Miles Garrett, he's, it's like, when we talk about edge rushers, it's him and TJ Watt, essentially. That's a fact. And then when you talk about defenders, it's him or it's Aaron Donald. That's a fact. TJ or Miles Garrett as number two. That's a fact. Yeah. So. So you, you and he's in. He's right smack dab in the middle of his prime as well. And that's what sucks for Browns fans is like your team is primed to make a run right now. Hey, don't sleep if he wins a DPOY. I. I well. I Realistically. Mean, it's it's the Aaron Donald award, but <laughs> we give it to other people because you know voter fatigue. Yeah. But I I think this is Miles. I buy that. I buy that. This year. I buy that. I really do yeah. because, I mean, especially given that the defense is going to have to perform to keep the Browns in games, like they're going to have to be lights out, and there's going to be such a focus on that. You know how I mean all those awards. Wouldn't be surprised if he tries to catch a TJ Watts record as well. I Wouldn't mean, be surprised if he tries to catch it. So, so then you're with me that it's going to be over eight and a half, right? Well, you convinced me. Like after you brought up like the whole talent aspect, like it makes sense. I, I'm with you on that. It, it's hard for teams with elite defenses to lose ten games. It just really is. Like it's, yeah. it's when your defense is that good, you're gonna be in the position because you have short fields all the time. You've got low scoring games. Mm-hmm. If if your quarterback has one good game, it just it takes everything to the next level. I just I I'm buying this Cleveland team. I really am. This yeah. next one though, not so much. Dallas Cowboys. What do you think? <laughs> Where's it at? What do you uh, think? Seven. It's at ten and a half. Woo! Yeah, they're, I don't think they're the best team in their division. To yeah, be quite honest with you, I'm I'm taking the under. under. I'm yeah. going under too, dude. Yo, this is and the nobody has repeated division winner since Donovan McNabb. This is this is just the year that this. I said this to you on your show. This is the year that the Cowboys fall apart. This is the year that it falls off the cliff. Mike McCarthy is fired. I think. This is why the Sean Payton thing is going to come back into play. Like, I really just mm. – I really think Sean Payton is coaching the Cowboys next year. Straight up. Uh, honestly, like 100%. Sean Payton coaches the Cowboys. That would be something to turn their head at. Though. Yeah. Well, then it would be interesting, right? But, yeah. like, I just – dude, 
like Jerry Jones, like I, some podcast I was listening to said that he said like, uh, as far as Zeke goes, we go. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That's how you feel. All in right, man. 2022? Under. Yeah. In 2022. Under. Like, I'm taking All the right. Cowboys, man. I Like the Amari Cooper thing, like you just dump him for nothing. Like everyone yeah. is like, everyone is so sure that CeeDee Lamb is going to catch 140 passes this year. Like, like everyone's He's got just, the case of the drop seas. I don't see it. Every, everyone is so sure he's going to be like Antonio Brown this year. And I'm just like, are we sure about that? Like, Well, he's definitely not the route runner Antonio Brown is. That's I'm what sorry. I'm saying, dude. Like, I don't really understand. Like, I think it's an idea. People think that his target share is going to be absurd. And it probably is. But, like, that doesn't mean that he's going to catch everything thrown in his way. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, CeeDee Lamb is good. But uh, I, this is, like, one of those things where people, like, like, like I remember when like Peerless Price had like one decent season, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this guy's the truth." And it's like, "No, he's not. No, he's not." And it just, you know, like you just go through these waves. And I, I'm not saying he's that. He's obviously not that. I'm just saying, like, like you got to show me more before I'm believing that you're going to be like the best in the league. You know, and people yeah. are already talking about him like he's going to lead a Cowboys offense that's going to score 40 a game and blah, blah, blah. And it's like one of those things. It's like I agree with you. Like C.D. Lamb right now is getting the respect that Stefan Diggs should get. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like, I get your point there. And that's why I just – I'm under on the Cowboys. I don't think this is – Under, Yeah. I think – especially mm. like you lose Randy Gregory. You lose Amari Cooper. They've always been a – you know, it's like a studs and duds team. I just don't – I don't – I don't like it. And I also think – I don't think that Kellen Moore is the play caller that we thought he was. I know that they led the league in scoring last year, but like their offense is kind of stale and it keeps turning up in the playoffs. Mm. You're right. I, I hear you. It's tell me yeah. what, I mean, what do you You're think? Right. You know? You're right. Am I, am I wrong? Am I, am I, off but it's just, it's just cause everybody is so high on Kellen Moore. That's why uh, hearing that is like, I, I could see why. I could see why you would say that. I mean, dude, they lost to San Francisco on a yeah. play where Dak tried to run and like he could have slid five like, yards earlier, and like, they still get the snap off. Like that, and, uh, also, he, they had he handed it to the lineman as well instead of to the ref, so that cost them even more time. They, everything about that indicated a group of people that have Cowboys no... gonna cowboy. Yeah. And so <laughs> like you're like I Kellen Moore didn't have an end of game situation planned, and I'm supposed to believe that he's like the best play caller in the game. Like I still like Dak. I'm a Dak believer, okay? I am a guy who I personally believe if you put Dak on like I, like with the Bills or you know, one of the I think he would put up still great numbers. I think he would be a competitive con- contender. I just the Cowboys ecosystem is flawed. A lot of people forget that Dak was originally intended to be a backup. The only reason why he got that job was because Tony Romo's collarbone decided that it was time to let it go. As which, uh, which wasn't Frozen's shocking. Once said. <laughs> well, it happened like every other season, so that wasn't exactly shocking. But yeah, that's like had Tony Roller uh, had he not taken that hit. In uh, the preseason game, are we even talking about Dak right now? I think Dak would have eventually made it somewhere. I mean, I think that he, you know, I think. But he wouldn't playing with the Cowboys, though. No, yes. Agreed. 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 Like, because, like, think about it. 
I personally, if had he been healthy, I think Tony Romo could have led that team to at least the NFC Championship with that season. That twenty was it twenty sixteen? Yeah, with him and Zeke, because him and the uh, connection with Dez was still pretty strong at that point. Like Dez and Dak never had that same connection him and Romo had. And Not at all. Dez was the best player, or he was the best receiver on that team, and. Who knows? I mean, there's no way to say that. Yeah. I mean, Dak was good that year, but he was like, he was very limited. And especially game managing. He was game managing through Zeke, essentially. And they didn't let him do anything. And there there was no way that that offense was going to win a Super Bowl. And so I agree with you. Like, and, and if Romo. If Romo has that good season, he's not retiring. The reason he retired yeah. was because he wasn't going to be quarterback of the Cowboys anymore. He didn't really want to go anywhere else. Literally. And so, and so, like, if Romo, yeah, if Romo plays two more years, yeah, then Dak maybe gets traded elsewhere or, mm-hmm. you know, gets cut and ends up somewhere else. And, yeah, I think his talent ends up flashing still. But I, you make a good point. I just don't – I just think – He definitely doesn't get the same big deal that he got in Dallas elsewhere. Right. And – and the thing about this team is we all know like Dallas is like, again, it's top heavy. Like we all know that, right? We all know the thing is Dallas wants to have their star players. They want to have as many star players as possible. And Micah then Parsons is a generational absolutely. defender. But if you have one or two injuries to this team, because they lost a yeah. couple of those star players, because Randy Gregory walked away and they didn't replace him because they yeah. gave away Amari Cooper. Okay. Maybe they, they're just like CD lamb's going to step up, blah, blah, blah. We like, you know, they don't have a backup Gallup quarterback. Got hurt. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, what happens if CeeDee Lamb gets hurt? Like, we don't know what we're going to get from Gallup at first at all. And, yeah. like, if Dak gets hurt, you've only got Cooper Rush. You don't have a backup quarterback. Like, this team is just incomplete. So, like, if yeah. anything goes wrong, if anything goes wrong, this team could win five games. Because that's mm-hmm. what happened when Dak got hurt, man. Dak got hurt and the team fell apart, right? So Mm -hmm. what's to prevent that from happening again? And I'm not rooting for injuries or something. I'm just saying like, this is not a team of depth. And I just, when a team that fell apart and didn't have it last year at the end loses, like what made them, like they've already lost a couple of stars. They didn't replace anyone. I don't know what they're going to do. So I just think this, this falls apart and I think that's it. Like, I just don't, I don't believe in the Cowboys this year. I'm, I'm, I'm an under better on the Cowboys. That's the truth. I hear you. I hear you. Like I said, I don't even think they're the best team in their division. Agreed. That's the Eagles division to lose by far. Yes. Denver Broncos. Uh, I'd say 8.5 as well. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Eh? With yeah. that division. That's a tough one. Oof. That's a really tough one. I'll say under. I'm going to say under two. Like, I think if you had asked me this the day that Russell Wilson was traded, I would have said over. But mm-hmm. the more that I have thought about this team, the less I like them. I think uh, Tim Patrick uh, going down as well is a, a detriment to that team. And, you know, again, I said this before. I said this on your show. I, they didn't give Russell Wilson an extension. And I don't. Oh, I don't, they didn't? No. I don't, I don't oh. care what anyone says. Like, that's a problem. That's part of this situation. Like, hmm. like, like if you don't extend him, like, 
because he wants an extension and we know that he mm-hmm. wants to be one of the highest paid players in the league, but he's still got two years left on his deal. So there's not like, you know, an impetus that like, he doesn't like have to, they don't have to do it immediately, but like what happens if he struggles at all? You know what I'm saying? Like what happens if something goes wrong? This is true. And then they don't want to extend him. And then, then the chemistry issues happen again. I mean, I just think it's the same thing with Lamar. Like, I don't know that they've actually committed to Russell Wilson long-term, despite all that they gave up. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know how these contract things really work like that, but uh, I think they maybe he gets extended next season. Maybe. I don't know. I am a big believer. I am a big believer in contract problems causing problems on the field. I know that everyone says it's a business. It'll be handled. I'll just control what I can control. I let my agent handle that. I don't believe any of it. I do not believe it. Do you think per chance, per chance, because he's older, it's kind of a a different situation. He's already been paid the big dollars before. So he'll be, he'd be understanding in that aspect. Or do you think, you know, he's just thinking about the financial security first and foremost. I think Russell Wilson views himself as a top five quarterback and believes that he should be paid and extended as such. And I think that he views it as a sign of disrespect for anything else to be the situation. I do Mm -hmm. think that when you have two years left on your deal, it's completely understandable to say we're still negotiating right now because it is two years left. However, if they went into next season and he wasn't extended, then fuck you. I don't believe a goddamn word of any of this happiness shit. And so I just, if it were me, if I, if it were me, I would have extended him when I traded for him just because like, I just like, I'm a big believer in like security helping these situations. And I believe in like making your bed and saying, this is what I think, because I think that constantly having churn and constantly trying to set yourself up to get out of this contract and blah, 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 the way that some teams operate. I just, I don't think it's good for the collective morale of the team. And so I do think that I just think it's going to be an issue. And I think that it will, it could cause cracks. Now, maybe, maybe I'm wrong and this thing works perfectly. And the Broncos just extend him halfway through the year. And this isn't even a thing, but I just don't like, again, this is another team where one or two things go wrong and it, it all falls apart. And with a new head Mm -hmm. coach, we'll see. I don't buy it. So I'm going under nine and a half. Like I I agree. I think, under is the they're out to go. Do you like the Broncos or the Raiders better? QB wise, I'm going with the better QB. Okay, who yeah, is that? I'm Russell Wilson. Okay, like even yeah, Carr on... played. He played better last year, but uh, new team. I'm uh, I'm going with the the Wilson I remember. Okay, so you're. You're a hunt. You you're sure in your mind Russell Wilson will have a better season than Derek Carr. Even yes. Derek Carr being with McDaniel's, you don't think yes. that will okay. Yes. I'm a big believer in the McDaniels Derek Carr pairing, but okay. That's I I'm 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 big on that one. I look forward to 
second and long and him drawing up a draw play for Josh Jacobs. <laughs> you know, I think the difference is that now he has a quarterback with arm strength, unlike Mac Jones. And so that's kind of the difference. Oh, there. next topic, <laughs> next topic, next topic. Detroit Lions. What do you think? I'm, I'm this one. I'm, I no, I'm not surprised that this one is all. I, I think I think this one is. I think they're a lot better than folks wanna. Okay. Give them credit for. Okay. I think they are about six and a half. Boom! Dead on. Six yes. and a half. That is exactly correct. That is. And very I good. go with the over. I good. think. I think they'd get. I think they could get to as much as eight, maybe. Wow. So you don't yeah. you so you're not a Jared Goff hater then. They, they I like I like what they got. I think giving him someone like Jameson Williams will help him out because you know obviously a lot of folks are like uh iffy with Jared Goff, but having a fast guy like that usually fixes a lot of problems. Look what it did for Tua and Jalen Waddle. I do not care what anybody says. If you have made a Super Bowl as a starting quarterback, then mm. you have the requisite talent. Even though he talent. was getting spoon-fed. Yeah. I, I Even then, I don't care. You have the requisite talent to be an NFL quarterback. He mm. I, he made it to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And a lot of the games they played last year was a lot of – it was close games. They just fell apart in the second half. Like Even you remember the um, – it was the San Francisco 49ers game where they were getting blown out into oblivion. And even in the end, they still were fighting all the way to the end. I think, what is his name, Dan Campbell? I think yeah. those guys like playing for him. It's hard not to. He's one of those dudes who, like, he he's, he's kind of like Mark Jackson in that he's not, like, the greatest X's and O's guy, but, like... Yeah, he's a people guy. Yeah, the dudes want to play. They will run through a brick wall for him. Yes. And so that matters. And that's why, like, the Lions, you're right. They were bad last year, but they were, like, a really good team to bet on because they were, like, constantly they're really, covering spreads. They're a very good, bad team. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. And so I, this one is hard for me, honestly, at six and a half. Like, because I just, I mean, I can see it because I think they're going to be better than the Bears, despite Justin Fields being better than Jared Goff, you know, talent-wise. Mm -hmm. I think... I think I don't know what to think of the coaching situation in Chicago yet. Like, I don't think that we know. I think we know that their defense will probably be better. I don't, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't really know. I, I, you've talked me into it. I'm going to take the over. Cause I think, I think you're right. I think it's hard to, I think this team wins seven games. Like I think it's a seven win team because, mm. because they're just, they're not the worst team in, in their division. And yeah. they're nowhere near the worst team in the league anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they really have taken a lot of step forward. And I mean, yeah, I mean, if Goff could just have a halfway decent season, this thing. Yeah. No, you're right. I think you're right. I, because Jameson Williams, he's on watch for rookie of the year. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and, and him and St. Brown together, like that's a pretty goddamn yeah. good pairing. Like TJ Hawkinson. He's yeah. a sleeper for one of the better tight ends in the league. He was he was a little bit disappointing last year. I felt like he could have had a better season, but I think mm -hmm. I think that Goff, I mean, I, with time, 
Well, especially like when, when the Rams offense, like how much was the tight end even really featured? Like, you know what I mean? Like Higby was uh afterthought for the most part. Yeah. So I, I kind of wonder like, you know, I, because this year was the first time like Goff was like reading a defense. I expect him to be halfway decent this year. I just don't think he's mm-hmm. garbage. Like I never thought he was like a number one overall pick or whatever, like I, or number two, whatever. I never understood that shit. Like I never got why he was there, but like, mm-hmm. once you make it to a Super Bowl, he was first. He was him he and then Carson right? Wentz. And then Wentz. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. but once you make it to a Super Bowl, it's hard to argue that you can at least play. So yeah. I'm with you. I'll take the over on that one. And he made like, I remember that Cowboys game, like he pretty much went and iced that game for them too. So it's like, it's not like he's coming. Garbage. Plus, he he has the arm. I mean, the one thing that he has that you cannot—he has the arm. You can't teach yes. that shit, and that is that is important. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. But I do wonder, like, what you know, what the—I mean, I—I I don't think there's any situation where they don't move on from him after this year. I think you know, I don't think he's going to be there long term. I'm just really interested to see, like what they will do, Who do with the quarterback. Who do you go to after that, though? Because they're probably not going to be bad enough to they be They wouldn't drafting. be bad enough to, yeah. Yeah, like, they're, and I don't, so I don't know exactly what they're going to do because they're not and trying to they're not to a lose. hot free agent destination either. Yeah, so you're, like, going to be in the situation where you're looking to, like, it would be like when the Colts acquired, like, Philip Rivers and then Matt Ryan or something. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to be have to be looking for, like, end-of-career end of veterans they're like they're gonna try to convince Tom Brady to leave Tampa Bay for Detroit or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the kind of hey. I remember seeing um the there was this one meme on the internet. They were like, oh, if Tom Brady is able to win a championship for the the Lions, he'd finally be able to say he's the goat. <laughs> well, dude, <laughs> if he if imagine imagine that like imagine a world where Tom Brady went to another team at age 46 and it was the lions of all teams. And he won a super bowl with them. Like, like I would, I would not believe that we were in a real timeline at that point. I would be convinced that we're in a simulation because that can't be a thing, you know, like, like playing Madden in real life. Yeah. But here's the thing, dude, here's the thing. You would see me in a Tom Brady lions Jersey. I will tell you that much. You would see that shit. All of these rumors about like, all these rumors about the Dolphins, mm-hmm. I can't do that. I can't do that. That's too far for me. If he, if Tom Brady went to the Dolphins, to the I can't. Division rival, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's too much. It's it's. Yeah. I couldn't like. I just like. I could never wear a Dolphins jersey. That's not a thing. I could never. It was to me him going to Tampa Bay was okay because Tampa Bay was historically the worst team of all time. So yeah, there's just win no, percentage wise, yeah. yeah. So it's just like there's no reason for me to care about them, you know. And so, mm-hmm. so I was fine, just like, all right, I'm gonna root for Tampa Bay as well. But like mm-hmm. the Dolphins, I couldn't do that. So that's that's too far. Um, Green Bay Packers, what do you think their total is? Ten. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. I don't know. Think what to, under. Yeah, I don't know. What to, I really don't know what to make of this team. Like. I don't they don't have receivers. They're really if they good. get 10 games, give Aaron Rodgers his third MVP. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Sammy Watkins is his best receiver. Okay. True or false? This is Sammy Watkins' best season of his career. True. I kind of think so. Yeah. 
I kind of think he might, and not because he's incredible. I just kind of think Aaron Rodgers might make him look really good this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's always Mahomes been... made him look good as a third option. Yeah. I just, and I know that he's had plenty of options and never been, I just, Aaron Rodgers is going to be force feeding him the ball. Like he's going to, I mean, it's either him or Alan Lazard. Oh God. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Under, I think, I think the wheels are coming off. It, it has yeah. to, at some point it has to, I think point. he is fine with just cementing his legacy as the greatest Packer QB ever. That's what it looks like. It has come to. Is well, is that even a question at this point? Is anyone still saying Brett Favre is better than him? Is that like really a thing? Just because of the three MVPs or whatever? Doesn't Rogers have three now? I mean, Favre was more beloved in just because of his well, yeah. uh, fun loving, and he wasn't like we all know this the narrative around uh, Aaron Rodgers that he's a condescending finger pointer. I don't like. Uh, yeah. I think in that aspect, Brett Favre was like the complete opposite of Aaron Rodgers. So I think he was more beloved in that aspect. So I don't see from a talent. I'm sure everybody likes Aaron Rodgers, but from a personality aspect, I think Brett Favre is more favored in that aspect. That's fair. I, I always think about the time um, that Ryan Grant, they were playing the Seahawks in a playoff game and Ryan Grant Mm -hmm. fumbled like his first two carries and the Seahawks scored two touchdowns immediately off of both carries and like, mm-hmm. and the Packers were down like 14, nothing. And like, like immediately within like the first five minutes of the game and Ryan Grant was on the bench, like mm-hmm. soaking and Brett Favre like runs over to him and he's like, Hey motherfucker, we need you. Let's go. And he gets his ass. You wouldn't up. get that from Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. And so I do think there is something to like, I don't like Brett Favre as a person. He's a COVID denying Trump loving bitch boy, but as a leader, as a quarterback, I think he was better at that than Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers yeah. is also like a, you know, COVID vaccine denying bitch boy. So like they're the same in that way. So if we just want to evaluate. I think they've gotten a lot closer after Favre retired as well. So. <laughs> so there you go. I think it's fair to say Favre is a better leader. Rodgers is a more talented quarterback. Is that? Yes. That's fair. Yeah. But I'll, I'm with you. I'll take under 10 and a half because. Because they could win 10 games and lose mm-hmm. this bet. So I just don't, I just, eh, I'm not, I don't think they're going to be like, I just, I really think the receiver room was a problem. So mm-hmm. Houston Texans. Five, 5.5. Four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. I'm going under. I mean, I, I think, you think they can do worse than that. Well, I yeah, uh, dude. I think I think I mean between the Falcons and the Texans, it's a race to two wins. Like it's there. All right, I take under. Yeah, I just I'll don't. Under. I mean, what are we like? Big. I love Lovey Smith. I'm happy Lovey Smith got another chance. I think their defense right. could be above average. He got but... shafted in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's not wrong. You're not wrong, and I just don't. At Houston is just yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not taking it. It's and they're what I like. The, I like Derek Stingley Jr. Yeah, and I mean, what's the quarterback? Davis Mills like could be interesting, but like what, I think he's sneaky good. I, I think, think he's, he's sneaky good. I think so too, but I still think like he's again a guy who's like a Kirk Cousins maximum. Like I don't think he's you mm. know, I don't think he's got the arm to be a great quarter. I just don't. I'm not going to be watching Houston or betting on Houston this season. So Giraffe Nick, man, have you seen his uh player card? 
man. <laughs> like oh, looking like Mike Glennon out there. <laughs> oh man, that's the one. That's the one. Oh. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. Eight and a half. Nine and a half. I take over. I mean, that division is gonna be bad. I mean, yeah. I think Jacksonville could be better. The Titans are just so they're just coming off so many injuries. It's hard to know. I really just I don't I think over I think they'll probably win ten games. I think Yeah. They're, they're, they're gonna they're, ride John Jonathan Taylor again. And I think I think Matt Ryan is still good enough to like I mean, because all he's got to do is not make all of the horrible mistakes that Carson Wentz made last year, and they'll yeah. win an additional take the three check games. Downs. Yeah, so I, I don't see how they don't win ten games. I'll take the over. I'm with you. Okay, mm-hmm. here's an interesting one: Jacksonville Jaguars. We're flying now. Seven point five, six and a half, dude. You are very. You're like you are. Aside from the Cowboys, where you were like way off, you're within a game every time. It's pretty good. Yeah, six and a half. I don't know how to feel about this one, honestly. I really don't. I they just under. Traded, they just traded, under. They just traded Lavisca Chenault, which I don't yeah. really understand. That. I'm going under. I think uh, we will see Trevor Lawrence shine, but I think he'll just like uh, Herbert's first season. A lot of L's. I think we've made the same picks like every single time on this. I don't think we've disagreed with each other at all. So this is really this is really not. Uh, like a function in figuring out what we think as it is a function of which one of us can talk the other one into what we feel. This is like a, a lawyering for like one of us makes our case and we're like, <laughs> I agree. So I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause for I, most part. cause I agree. I'm going under. Yeah. Like, I think Doug Peterson is going to like, I think this team will win six games. I think Doug Peterson is going to like make them materially better. But, like, spending a ton of money on Christian Kirk, don't understand it. And I will be honest, despite the fact that Trevor Lawrence made a lot of, like, beautiful throws last year, mm-hmm. uh, I was underwhelmed by him. Now, I do think that that was literally the worst coaching situation of all time, and Urban Meyer yeah. is the biggest joke of all time. So there is that. But I I, I think I was not impressed. And so I'm – I'm a little concerned that Je- Trevor Lawrence is not the generational talent that we thought he was, and I need to see that before I believe it again. You know what I'm saying? I believe, man. You believe? believe. You still believe? You still believe? I okay. believe. I'm I'm not saying I'm out on him yet, but I'm saying that he just spent a year in a horrible offense, and I'm out on mm-hmm. him this season. Does that make sense? I'm out for this season, so I'll take I the under you. with you. But this one, I'm the least. This one I'm the least sure about because I could see this team winning seven to eight games just because Doug Peterson is such a massive upgrade as a coach that mm-hmm. the guys just they love him and they play hard. I mean, I, I could see that, I guess, but I'll 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 commit to the under. I'll commit to you've convinced me. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna call the I'm gonna title the episode of this podcast. You've convinced me. NFL over unders. That's what this is gonna be called. That's the one. Although I'm high as fuck right now. We'll see if I remember. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Eleven. Ten and a half. So over. Yeah, I'm going over too. I think Kansas City is gonna kind of have a bounce back regular season after last year. I think I think they're gonna miss Tyreek though. I kind of think getting Tyreek out of there is going to be good for them because I think they relied on him a little bit too much. I think that Pat Mahomes relied on him too much. And I think this is going to, cause they don't have, they don't have that dude anymore. 
And I think this is going to make him go back to being fundamentals. Yeah. And just being the vicious dude who can throw laser passes that no one else can and just spread the ball around. And I think. So he becomes more of a dink and dunker. Well, in a sense would help him because he was neglecting the dink and dunks when that's all that was available. I agree. I, I think so, but I think that they can, you know, I know Miko Hardman's not that good, but he can still take the top off. And, mm-hmm. you know, Juju, I think, is going to have a revitalized year. I like this team. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting, but I agree with you over 10 and a half. I mean, that seems low. Yeah. I think 11 and a half would have been where I would have guessed that would have been. So I think Mahomes is going to remind people why folks considered him the far and away best QB. Okay. So you think I don't he's... think I don't think he's the far and away best QB anymore, but I think he's gonna have moments <laughs> in the season where it's like, okay, yeah. He's gonna have a that dude kind of season. Yes. So you're yes. you're putting money on say like Mahomes MVP this year. Like you I you'd think be... he'll be in the top three. Okay. Votes. I think I could see that. I kinda I kind of sneaky think Justin Herbert is mm-hmm. uh that's kind of where I'm where I'm I going think with my three obviously it's a shame that it's kind of become a best QB award but yeah. I think it'd be between Herbert Josh Allen and Mahomes this year I I think you're right I think those dudes are really set up to it's just especially it's going to be such a battle in the AFC whoever comes mm-hmm. out on top of that battle is going to have like you know the kind of pre-made narrative yeah. um Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. Nine and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. I go over. I'm going over too. But I really think this is an interesting year. I think we are, is literally on the edge of seeing whether Devontae Adams was just another product of Aaron Rodgers or if Derek Carr was just missing that guy at wide receiver. I'm going with the latter category. That's what I think. Because I used to kind of hate on Devontae Adams, not for real, but just like to, because Packers fans would get so upset. So it's just kind of fun to, I just say like, nah, he's just another Rodgers guy. But you go listen to like, I mean, look, let's look at the guys that he's had, like outside of Donald Driver and Greg Jennings. How many of those guys we thought, oh, they're nice. And then the minute they left, they looked pedestrian. I mean, Jordy Nelson was like, looked like one of the best receivers in the league. And then in his one year in Oakland, he was kind of whatever, right? Randall like, so, Cobb, what did he do? Nothing. Yeah. Um, That's, I mean, you're not wrong about that. that. Uh, Jermichael Finley, the tight end they had. Yeah. So you you really but I mean if you li- like if you listen to like wide receiver gurus like dudes who break down every play like they think Devontae Adams is the best in the league. So mm-hmm. I mean I so I I think this is going to be I'm interested to see what Josh McDaniels does. I think Josh McDaniels was bored in New England. I think it had just gotten kind of the same stuff over and over and now I think this is going to be I I think the Raiders this year are going to be like the 2007 Patriots in terms of just fucking chucking the goddamn ball. Not they got into, Darren Waller still. So. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. I know that the offensive line isn't good, so fuck it. 
put Derek Carr in shotgun 75% of the time, like Brady was in 2007. Let him just step back and fucking fling the ball to Devontae Adams. Why like not let it lost. fly? Let it fly. That's what I'm saying. I just think the Raiders should let it fly, and I think that's worth 10 wins. So I'm I'm with it. Okay. Uh, Chargers. Chargers. I think they it's a 12. 10. 10? Yeah. Over I'm 10. Over. over. I'm way I'm way over 10. I'm, uh, I'm, I thought they were the favorite, to be quite honest with you. Dude, I know that everyone loves the Chargers this year, but I also love the Chargers this year. I know they're like the hot pick or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care. I am on board. <laughs> I think this is the year. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. way over. I can't even believe this. I think this is an absolutely ridiculous. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. That number is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Rams. Ten and a half. Boom. Right on. What do you I think? I take under. Under? It depends on uh, Matt Stafford's elbow. Mm. See, I'm thinking over on this one because it's hard for me. I know that a lot of things went the right way for them, but you bring in Bobby Wagner, you get Allen Robinson to replace OBJ. Like, I mean, I, I mm. think I think they did a good job of bringing in veterans to replace the guys that they lost. Yeah, but it all comes down to how well your QB is at the end of the day. Yeah, like, that's fair. Unless you're telling me they're about to put on a 2015 Broncos, 2000 Ravens, a 2013 <laughs> Seahawks type of year. But uh, they, they, gonna Stafford's need Stafford a, to, he's a warrior though, man. I mean, he's played through everything. Like, I mean, I get it, but like, we saw him play through injuries in Detroit as well. And like, that's Detroit though. I, I get <laughs> it, but like, I mean, he's gotta, getting up there in age. Like yeah. he's not the same young man anymore. And it's the elbow. It's his throwing elbow too. Uh, uh, you're not wrong. Uh, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm, oh boy. No, I, you're not wrong. I'm just, I'm loath to doubt the Super Bowl champion this hard until I know Matt Stafford is not playing. And I know mm-hmm. he's hurt, but he, I mean, it seems like he's going to play. So I just, if he's well enough to play, I'm 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 sticking with it. So this is like our first divergence. You have not convinced me. You have not convinced, you haven't me. convinced the name, me either. The name of the podcast has failed. <laughs> you just had to agree. You should have agreed with me, and you could have kept the the tree the trend going. Well, we should have at least one disagreement so that people won't Fair think enough. that we just wrote this beforehand. I'm taking Fair over. Enough. I'm sticking I'm with taking it. Under. I love it. Finally, we're gonna we're gonna fucking fight about Rams games all season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins. Nine and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. I yeah. take under. I don't I'll know how. To, I don't know how to feel about this one. Like everyone is expecting the Dolphins to be awesome this year because of Mike McDaniel and Tyreek Hill. You know, it's it's all about mm. Tua, right? It's all about Tua. Yeah. Some people say Tua looks great. Other people, not so much. I really don't know. I. I don't you think that the talent outside Tua is good enough? Like that he has no excuse. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's kind of in a Jalen Hurts situation, right? Yes. Like both I, uh, played on the same team too, coincidentally. So. And he took over for Jalen because Jalen wouldn't throw the ball downfield, but he would. So yeah. I mean, so are you out on Tua then at that at that point? I mean, if you Jerry, this is a make or break for me. But but if you were taking under eight and a half, you're saying it's you you don't believe in him essentially. Because I believe in my Patriots. Yeah. 
I I think I'm going to go over just because I think that I think Mike McDaniel is such a good coach. I I'm unfortunately I'm one of the people who believes the hype. And I think that they're going to find I just like they have so much talent, man. Like I Any waddles away. Waddle waddle waddle. waddle. Any waddles away. <laughs> I like waddle, man. I, I like waddle. I I just think they've got so much like He's a baby Tyreek Hill to me. That's cuz Yeah, they got Before two of you those go dudes. ahead, before you go ahead like one thing about a lot of like these speed demon receivers when Matt compared to Tyreek, they have straight line speed. They do not have that same acceleration, quick twitch that Tyreek has. And Waddle is the only person that I've seen mimic it in a sense. Not to the same extent as Tyreek, but he has this, a lot of the same type of traits that I've seen in Tyreek. That's what I'm saying, man. They got two of those guys. Yeah. Like, like I kind of think. But I think he's going to, you know, let a lot of those passes downfield sail. And, you know, so DBs are going to get underneath them. He looked bad last year. Like, so mm-hmm. he, Tua was awful last year. I just, oh, man, I I want to believe in this team. I don't, And I, I'm rooting for him. I don't know why. Like, I, it seemed like everyone just gave up on him immediately. And I... And like everyone mm-hmm. is so in on Mac Jones, like I'm rooting for Tua. I'm I'm over on this one, but it's really just because I want Tua to succeed more than necessarily I believe it. It's just, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I think Mike McDaniel is such a good O coordinator that there's so much talent there. I just it would be it would really be shocking to me if that was like a six seven win team. It really would be. I, I think they're going to be good. Mm. Um, Minnesota Vikings. Nine and a half. Exactly correct. Over. I'm I'm in the same boat. I think uh I think the Vikings are gonna win this division. Yes. I don't know. Like I just I think Justin Jefferson is so good. Kirk Cousins is gonna let it fly this year. You know, I mm-hmm. I like Kevin O'Connell. I just I'm with it. I I always felt like Mike Zimmer was holding the Vikings back. Like everyone mm-hmm. always loved Mike Zimmer. And like, I get he's a good D coach and everything, but I kind of didn't understand. I felt like he was holding them back. So to me, like, I think this team is going to win 10 games minimum. And I think this think is, so, huh? yeah, well, I think this, and this is like a really good coach of the year thing. Like is Kevin O'Connell. Cause if his team wins 11 games and they like win that division in his first year, that's yeah. you know that's like a home run. So I'm with you. I I like the over on that one. I like that. Okay, right. okay, okay. It's time. We're gonna do it. New England uh, Patriots. I already know. I feel like it's right at like a seven point five. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Under. I'm going under. What about you? Why do you say under first things? Okay. Number one, they exceeded their talent last year. People did not expect that Mac would be as good as he was, as competent as he was. And the Patriots did manage to have so much success running the ball so much. And they won so many weird little close games that 
they they had just enough and they 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 outplayed their talent last year. I just really believe that. Now you might say to me, yes, but they're returning a bunch of that team and Mac Jones is going to get better. So why would they not take a step forward in year two? And I can understand that thought process. My thought process, though, is I don't think the gimmicky shit is going to work nearly as well this year. I think that we're underplaying how good Josh McDaniels is as a coordinator. And the fact that this team basically doesn't fucking have coordinators on either side of the ball is the problem. The fact that that Matt Patricia is handling the offense is the most insane thing I've ever heard. And if you wanted Matt Jones to take a, take a step forward, why would you bring in the dude who pissed off Matt Stafford so much that he got fired in Detroit and got Matt Stafford traded essentially like why in God's name, none of this stuff makes sense. Now the roster is fine. It's not bad. It's not the worst in the league, but it's also not great. This is a middling team. Eight and a half is half of 17 for a reason, because this team is just right down the middle in every single situation. And again, you might say, well, they have Bill Belichick. So if I can have Bill Belichick coach up whoever, fine. But you also lost JC Jackson, who was one of the best corners in the league. You don't have a legitimate number one wide receiver or anything really close to it. You don't have an elite tight end, despite the fact that you thought you had two of them. You got one good one and and i just don't i don't it's you traded shaq mason for a bag of peanuts for some reason i don't understand what there is to be excited about this patriots team everyone is banking on mac jones getting better and you've got no one around him that's setting him up for success in what world is this team going to win nine games they're not. This team is going to take a big step back this year, and this is going to be one of the biggest black marks against Bill Belichick's resume because the team isn't that good. It's not that top-heavy. They don't have that much depth. They don't have good coordinators. He just has his sons around, like, and he and he just brought back Matt Patricia, put him on the other side, and he thinks he's going to be, like, a good coordinator. It doesn't – this stuff speaks of Bill Belichick's hubris, and that's just where we are at this point for me. And if I'm wrong – and they win double-digit games again, I will fucking sit here and I will say I was wrong. I was a dumbass. Bill is the greatest coach of all time. I don't know anything, blah, blah, blah. This is a six or seven win team at absolute maximum. It's just going to be a bad year for the Patriots. The one saving grace for them would be that the New York Jets are so fucking terrible. But like I said, the Bills are going to kick their ass. I think the Dolphins are going to take a step forward. And I just don't, I just, I don't see it. Matt Patricia is going to fuck this whole thing up. And you're setting Mac Jones back by having those dudes be his offensive coaches. So, I mean, good luck. It makes me sad as a Patriots fan to see what's going on, but this is not a team that is competing for a Super Bowl or anything fucking close to it. That's what I feel. And I, it pains me to say that, by the way. I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy that. I don't enjoy <laughs> saying these things. This is not fun for me. It's just the truth. the look of pain on your face is something that I can't even begin to, I've never, I've never seen such a, you're very in deep thought right now. Oy. I want to disagree. <laughs> so tell me why I'm wrong. And you can't. And that's I'm trying to <laughs> trying to find a way where I can spin this one in my favor, and it's I'm I'm short on avenues still. I'm I'm short on avenues. It's just 
it's not going to be good. It's not a good year for the Patriots. It's an under eight and a half year. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Let's say that they won five games. Let's just say. Bill Belichick's job is not in jeopardy, right? That's a stupid. People ask that question all the time. I think that's stupid still. But I'm just asking. Is it possible that, say, Jonathan Kraft thinks that maybe Bill is long in the tooth at that point and (laughs) considers moving on? Is it possible? I'm just asking. I don't think so. It depends how they look during those games, I think. I think that. Now, what is – can you at least make a case for me just being wrong about Mac Jones this year? Can you? Can yes, you think- I can. Okay, tell me that. He's got better weapons this year. I mean, how, how long is Tyquan Thornton out for? I don't know. I don't know that it's the season, but I mean. But I think uh, having Devontae, having Myers, having Bourne, uh, you're in the new system. I think there's some good things to expect from this team. But like, what system, like, Again, Matt Patricia, I can't for the life of me. Like, if he's calling plays, uh, uh, I know. I I I I, I gotta believe, man. I gotta believe. So that's okay. That's so believe, believe. Pick over eight and a half. I haven't convinced you. It's okay. I can't. I'm with you. It's just, it's gonna suck. This year's gonna suck. I don't like it. I, maybe we'll be wrong and we can come back on here and celebrate that we were wrong. Yes. But, you know, that'll be great. I thought I could, but I can't. <laughs> but see, that's because you're an honest person. And that's why I love you. Because you don't you don't lie to yourself, you don't lie to me, and you don't lie to my audience. <laughs> and, and they both appreciate it too. Um, New Orleans Saints. 8.5. Yes, sir. Over. Really? I think they make the playoffs. I think they give the the, the Bucks the Bucks. I think they give the Bucks a rent for their money. Okay, so you're you're yeah. in on you're in on Jameis in New Orleans. I like. I'm a believer in famous Jameis, man. That's been my guy. I I'm with you. I'll take that. I think this is going to be. I I've listened to too many people who are kind of optimistic about the Saints that I'm just optimistic about the Saints at this point. I'll take it. Yeah. New York, like New York Giants. Five and a half. Seven and a half. Oh, <clears throat> under. Under. Fuck that. Yeah. That's a joke. Daniel Jones is a joke. The whole organization's a joke. Fuck them. They're, fuck. Yeah, just fuck them. <laughs> Damn, New, tell yeah. us how you really feel. I think they're a joke. They they beat us in the Super Bowl the second time and then immediately fell into the sunken place forever. And I'm fine mm. with it. New York Jets. Five and a half. That is five and a half, and I'm taking under on that one, too. Yes. You yes. know you know the only way. I already way... know how you feel about Zach Wilson already as well. I, so. I, you want to know the only way that they win more than five and a half games? How? If Mike White starts for most of the season. Is he still with them? Yes. Oh, my God. 
Mike White. This guy's still a believer in Mike White. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Number one, I think it's funny that the most plain looking man, like the most plain looking white man in the history of the world also has the most plain looking white man name in the history of the world. His name is Mike Mike White. White. Like, dude, I mean, like, come on. Like, the only way it could be any more plain is if his name was like Bob Smith. Like, I mean, come on. And I don't even know that that's even more plain. His name is Mike White. And he stands there and he's and he's like, I'm Mike White, New York Jets quarterback. And you're like, this isn't real. It's fucking hilarious. And then he's better than the one that they drafted, who's too busy fucking his friend's mothers. But they don't want to play him because they want to pretend that when he goes, you know, six for 13 for 57 yards, that that was a great game as a quarterback. It's hilarious. Oh, man. They suck under five and a half. I love the Jets failure. It is my favorite thing in the world. Yes, we know. We know. We know. We know. Philadelphia Eagles. Ten and a half. Nine and a half. So the Cowboys are more favored. I'm yeah. giving the Eagles their over. It's got to be. They've got a more talented roster in every single. I mean, okay, you're you're starting a roster for the next ten years right now, and you can have Jalen Hurts at a cheap, a much cheaper number, or you can have Dak Prescott at like the highest number in the league. Which would you go with? Taking the Jalen Hurts deal. I honestly think it might be worth it because you're going to be able to get Jalen Hurts for like twenty five million. And some mm-hmm. of these dudes are 40, 45, like, because it's not like Jalen's not getting a top of the market contract unless he no. has like an MVP season. Like he's not no. unless he because he's just not getting that money. Mm-hmm. And so if you can get him at like half of that and like have a functional, t- like I'm I'm in. So, yeah, I'm with you. I love I do. Everyone loves this Eagles team. I don't think we're like shocking anyone there. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Eight and a half. Seven and a half. Over. You're going over? I think think the defense is good enough to have them in any game. And it all depends on whether it's Trubisky. Uh, They still haven't named the starter yet. Pickett has looked looked good, man. Pickett looks like he can play. And Trubisky has looked pretty good, too. Like, honestly, like, I I think you're right. I think this is a team that – I think this this team is going to be better than anticipated. I mean – yeah. I think they're just going to continue their run of winning seasons because it's hard to it's hard to envision this team losing like 10 games or something. That just doesn't seem possible. So I'm with you. 49ers, San Francisco. Nine and a half. Yep. Over. Under. Under. You're right. Sorry. I'm out on Trey Lance. Trey man. Lance. Yeah. Just just for this season. I think mm-hmm. Trey Lance has all of the But if uh, Garoppolo's playing. This is the crazy, like, I, I, the funniest thing is I went on your show and I made the case that they can't keep Garoppolo and that they also have to keep Garoppolo. I was like, I was like, where did I come out on that? I don't even know. But like, that's the thing, dude, like if Garoppolo's playing, they'll win more games, but I think they're going to stick with Lance as long as they can. I just mm. think this is a weird situation. And I think that Trey Lance is going to have, this is going to be They set like him up for failure, though. Yeah. Because exactly. now it's like. He's got the the shadow of Jimmy hovering over him. You know that the veterans in that locker room want Jimmy to be starting. And the minute that Trey is having trouble, they're going to be going to. Well, look at most of the guys there. Like, they ain't got forever to try and win a Super Bowl. And they think that they're a couple plays away from being in the Super Bowl. So it's like, do you really got time to 
groom Trey Lance? Like, no. You're no. pretty much pretty much by putting him in. They're saying this guy is gonna make the throw that Garoppolo didn't make in that Super Bowl versus the Chiefs. Yes. Yeah. That's what they're pretty much saying. Yeah. And the thing is, I think that you're missing the point that Garoppolo got you there in the first place. Mm-hmm. And like I've been kind of a registered Jimmy G hater, but I do think that he gets underrated because people try to act like he's not a starter and that's mm-hmm. nonsense. He is. So yeah. you'll be starting somewhere next year. So it just, For sure. the, the 49ers just basically prevented that through just, we, I don't, this is just a weird situation. I think it's going to blow up in their face. <sighs> Seahawks. Four and a half. Five and a half. Under. Under. Garbage team. Desolate right now. Garbage roster. It's a shame that Jamal Adams said he wanted to play for a playoff team and only got one playoffs out of it. Eh, whatever. He still got away from the Jets. So, I mean, that's really the most important thing that you can do in your career. So, <laughs> that's right. I yeah. will find a way to make it about the Jets at all times. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Eleven and a half. Yes, sir. Over. I, it's not in my blood to ever pick against Tom Brady. Obviously, I'm picking Tampa Bay to go 17 and 0. So I'm picking the Oh, my. Okay. You're going a little too far with that. You're just a little too far. Just I'm, a little bit. I, I can't ever pick against Tom Brady. So I just, I, every single week of this Never season. Never bet against Goat Brady. Nope. So every single week of this season, I will expect Tampa Bay to win. Will they go 17 and 0? Probably not, obviously, but it is what I expect. So I obviously I'm taking over 11 and a half. We know that. Say no more. Tennessee Titans, our last two now. Eight and a half. Nine and a half. Under. <sighs> I'm going to say over only because I think we all continue to doubt the Titans and they have continued to prove us wrong. I like Mike Vrabel. I like Mike Vrabel. Ryan Tannehill has been better than we thought he I would think- be. I think he needs to be put on Malik Willis watch just a little bit. And I don't think that Malik Willis starting for this team would be a horrible thing because this team is so run heavy that you can can run the power option, read option with him and Henry. (laughs) And he's still got a big arm. So mm-hmm. you can utilize that downfield, you know, you could get the ball to Traylon Burks in different ways. Like I'm I'm I like the Titans because I just think it's an easy you've got two really bad teams in that division and yeah. they haven't given us a reason to doubt them yet. So I'm gonna give them the faith they were the number one seed last year. I'll take them to get double digit wins this year. Okay. And then the final one is the Washington Commanders. Sorry, you chopped that on me there. What was the final the, one? The final one is the Washington Commanders. Mm, seven and a half. Eight and a half. Under. Under. I have yeah. never, ever believed in Carson Wentz, and I'm not about to start doing it now, baby. I feel bad for Terry McLaurin, though. Uh, hey, man, he's the modern-day DeAndre Hopkins, you know, yeah. it seems yeah. like. Yeah, I, you know, that's true. But hey, at least he got his money. So I mean, it's, yes. you know that he got paid, and he gets to re-enter the market at like twenty nine, and he can go to an actual real football team at that point. Uh, you know, maybe by then Tom Brady will be you know playing for the who knows who'll be playing for at that point. Maybe he can join him somewhere. Like, 
it's Tom Brady is going to be throwing passes to his own son, like LeBron James or some shit. Like he's not going anywhere. I'm, I'm deeply delusional about this being Tom Brady's last season. So just, (laughs) yeah, I know it is. I know it is, but in my head, I'm pretending it's not. So, um, that is the end though. So we'll see how it all, I mean, we basically agreed with each other on most of them, only a couple we disagreed. So we'll have to, we'll have to see how it works out, but I'm so excited for football to be back, dude. Like, it's like me I'm, too, man. I always forget how desolate life is <laughs> when there's no football. Whew. It's it's tough. It's tough. I'll tell you that much. It is tough. It's what it's all about. Any uh, mm-hmm. any any final parting shots at any of these teams that you want to fire? I don't really have any beef with anybody just yet. You know, yeah. no nobody, no no team has really. Or no fans of teams have really given me a reason to throw any shots just yet. Except maybe those Saints fans, because they they just love bringing up oh, Mike Evans. He's owned by Marshawn Land. Outside of that, uh, I ain't got really any shots. They also, we'll see what happens this year. The Saints also put a um they they put a sign on their escalator. That's like a oh, high yeah. speed escalator that says like it'll get you to your seats twenty eight point three times faster, you know, like making fun of the Falcons. It's like, dude, you uh, didn't terrible. Well, it's not you weren't the ones that did that. Like, I know yeah. you hate the Falcons, but like, it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know about like sit this one out. Yeah, you gotta Although, sit this one out. I will say that the Saints and Patriots do have kind of a. Because of the deflate gate and the whole bounty gate, both getting screwed up, the Patriots and Saints do have kind of a little brotherhood thing going on. So I can, yeah. I kind of get that, but I'm still just like, man, this ain't about you. It's like when the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl and like Patriots fans were trying to be like, woo, the Patriot way. And it's like, no, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl with another team, dog. It's like, that's not, yeah. that's not for you. It was for me as a Tom Brady stand. <laughs> hey, I claimed it as a Brady fan, not as a Patriots fan. That's it, you exactly. That's you like, That's all you got to do is I just But I just uh, like I acknowledge. said I was always I was always fancy of the Buccaneers even from going back their days with Derek Brooks. I think he's a slept on linebacker. Oh yeah. Well, and, and I mean, dude, they had like Warren Sapp, like they got, yeah, you know, they had that defense was incredible. That 0203 Bucks team, like, yeah, that's an incredible all time defense. And Simeon Rice, Simeon Rice, yeah, I mean, John that, Lynch, dude, yeah, Rondé Barber. It's, yeah, that team, yeah, it's, there was no way the Raiders had any chance in that Super Bowl. Like, the Bucks shut them down, dude. The Bucks, both Bucks Super Bowl wins have been absolute blowouts. So, um, but yeah, man. I appreciate you. I'm excited for this season. Let's talk Tom Brady every single week. Let's yes, sir. Talk. We got every week. We got to talk about this shit because it's go Patriots, go Buccaneers, and go Patriots. I'm on both this sides. This guy said uh, Buccaneers I'm... first. Oh, <laughs> Yo, man. I'm a Tom Brady stand through and through, first and foremost. I, I will. Respect I will it. fully acknowledge. I, that I am the worst. I am the worst kind of person that everyone hates. But you own it. I own it. It's, you yeah. own it. I fully acknowledge that everyone should dislike me for everything about me, and I'm okay with it because I know who I am. I yes. know who I am, and that's He's all He's not living in a delusion. No, sir. Well, kind of, but different. Sort of. It's okay. But he's aware he's in the delusion. I do wear a t-shirt that says, so is that really the blood delusion doctor. <laughs> Good point. If you know you're delusional, is it delusional? Is it? I don't know. That's what I tell myself anyway. 
<laughs> yes, pre- sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming on, man. We'll talk soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Shout and- out to Overtime with BNT. Yes. Uh, and, and whatever the new whatever the new name will be. Overtime yes. with BDT or something like <laughs> TBD. Oh, hey. uh, that, that seems like uh, it rolls off the tongue, don't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It's just that people will still think that your name is to be determined. So <laughs> you'll be you'll be struggling with that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> or I could just go with this simple overtime. Who that's, knows? We'll figure it out. That's not a bad idea. Hey, we'll I kinda figure like, it out. I kind of like that one, man. You gotta you got some good ideas. Workshop it. Hit the fans. Yes, sir. Up. Yes, sir. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Goodbye. Peace. And that is the Blood Doctor Show. We are prepared for college football. We are prepared for NFL football. We are just ready for this football season. Everything that is about to come is going to be fucking awesome. I am ready for all of this. I am so goddamn excited. This is going to be a year to remember. That is just the honest truth. You look at everything, all the storylines, you look at all the situations. This is about to be a really exciting year. I'm fucking hype. I know you are too. Let's get it. Peace.